Welcome to Dyslexic Life with Joe Reese, the podcast, week 18, people, week 18. And what a busy week this week has been. Um, all sorts of things have been happening in my world, some exciting, some stressful, um, quite a lot of plate spinning. Um, but yes, all has been good. This week I have completed exam access arrangements in another one of my secondary schools that I work with. Um, so that was that was brilliant, getting more pupils the access arrangements they need that's hopefully going to make the difference. And on exam access arrangements, I don't know if it's students that listen to this podcast, I don't know if it's parents of children with dyslexia, I don't know if it's a bit of both. But my advice is, if you have got a young person or if you are a student who is not finishing exam papers or you're finding you're having to cram the last three pages into the last 10 minutes, please share this with your learning support department. Um, Recently, I did a formal diagnostic. So I did a private independent assessment for a young person that was retaking their maths for the fifth time. They had never been identified as requiring extra time, but had never finished the paper. As in, so in all of their mocks and the actual exam, they never actually finished the paper. Every time, they're getting a three. Well, actually, if they had extra time and could actually finish the paper, I think they would probably maybe get the four. Can't guarantee it, obviously. But interestingly... They'd never been raised by a teacher, never been flagged, but also they had never communicated to the teacher or to SEN that they were kind of either cramming to rush it or not finishing the paper. So have those conversations because it could be, you know, they might do the assessment and you might not meet criteria, fair enough. But if you don't have the screening little assessment to see whether you do meet extra time or not, um, you'll never know. And actually not finishing a paper is evidence that you potentially require extra time. So that is my little tip to begin with. And that is the tick first item ticked off my list. Um, dyslexic moments in our house this week then. So we've had two dyslexic moments in our house this week, both to do with shoes. So uh, the first being um, there is some crazy dance runs happening at the moment. I've said before, my children do performing. There's lots of dancing happening at the moment. It's a bit out of kilter, if I'm honest, in terms of the amount of dancing we're doing and a lot of rushing around because we've got a music, a dance and music competition festival coming up. So there's lots of extra rehearsals. So there's lots of getting in from school, quickly eating some dinner, uh, chucking some clothes on and going out the door again. And on Friday, managed to do this with one of my children brilliantly. We were in the car. They had their dance stuff on. They had their tea on their lap. We were meals on wheels for sure. And then we got to about five minutes from the dancing thing. And I said to my daughter, uh, got your ballet shoes? She was like, oh, man, I haven't picked my dance bag up. She said, and she said, I put it by the door. She said, I stepped over it. So that was the first thing. Luckily, she was okay. She managed to acquire some spare ballet shoes uh, and do the dance lessons. That was the first thing with shoes. The other thing that happened with shoes was uh, one of my children went off island yesterday to 
Um, is it called Dance Live? Yes, it used to be called Global Rock, didn't it? To Dance Live. And to, to a comp- competition. So again, you'll know we live on the Isle of Wight, so we have to get a ferry to get off it, which actually I don't mind. I quite like living on an island. Um, just a shame the ferries aren't a little bit more affordable. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast. Um, she'd picked out her outfit. She looked really cool, I'm not going to lie. She decided to wear her platform Crocs. There was a big debate whether she should wear her Converse or her platform Crocs. Anyway, she also hadn't been added to the Google Classroom because she was a last-minute addition to the trip. And the letter of what she should take, shouldn't take... Um, was on Google Classroom. So before she left home, she hadn't been added to Google Classroom. So she was relying on messaging other people to check she had what she needed. To be fair, she'd done a brilliant job. She had everything she needed in her bag. She didn't forget anything. However, she got on the bus on the way to school and then I got this text message with a screenshot of the letter. Um, With a screenshot of the letter and a laughing emoji to say, "Mm, Mr. Memo here, Mum. I've been added to Google Classroom, have now read the letter. It says sensible footwear, mum. I've got Crocs on. Let's just hope it doesn't rain so my feet don't get wet. Um, so, yeah, so that was the little faux pas that had happened with the shoes. Um, yeah, no other real dyslexic faux pas this week, actually. Um, so that is good. Um, what else has been happening in my world this week? So we're quite excited. You might have noticed over social media that the Discount Culia and Dyslexia show are really ramping up their advertising. Um, I think it's only about six weeks to go. And the next thing on my list will be to create my presentation. I'm doing a talk, um, in the parent section, survival to thrival with dyslexia a parent guide that's what I'll be talking about so yeah that will be the next thing on my list to do once I've cleared some reports it's been a really busy month actually already for January normally January is really quiet but it's it's not been quiet it's not been a quiet January that's for sure the final thing I wanted to talk to you about is um I did an assessment this week with a young lad And his perception was, he wasn't good at English, but he was really good at maths. And the reality was, he is actually not achieving age-related expectations in either English or maths. His attainment is pretty similar. So attainment is achievement, what what somebody is currently achieving where their current level is. Um, But his perception was that maths was brilliant, he loved it and he was really good at it and English was much more tricky. And when I asked him, obviously I didn't say, well actually the case is you're not doing well in either. We don't have those conversations, obviously, but it's really interesting to unpick kids' perceptions and find out what that's based on. So I said, oh that's brilliant. So I said, why do you think you're doing better in maths than you are in English? He said, why? He said, maths, he said just get loads of ticks he said there are loads of ticks he said and um yeah he said whereas in English he said loads of spelling errors loads of spelling errors highlighted in my work so like in my in my English it's all about what I do wrong and in my maths it's all about what I do right and that is a really interesting observation isn't it in as much as 
with maths, you can visually see, and I know that lots of people with dyslexia don't like maths, but this is all about perception. He is feeling more resilient and more able to give things a go in maths because he can see that he is getting some things right. In his mind, that symbol is a tick. He's doing really well. In English, the marks in his book are about everything he's doing wrong. So that makes him feel that he's not good at it, which makes him feel less resilient. I just, I, that, to me, that just feels really interesting. And then you can relate that to everyday life, can't you? That if you experience just a tiny bit of success with something, so if you enjoy it, um, if things seem to be going more positively, we're more able to keep going with things. If we're experiencing nothing but success and somebody is constantly criticising us or pointing out what we can't do or what we haven't done right, we're much more likely to continue with it and feel positive about it. Um, So yeah, just a little observation and something to think about. So that is the podcast for this week, I think. Um, Quick one this week. Um... If you're new to the podcast, please do go back and drop us, listen to previous episodes. Please do subscribe if you can and follow. It means you'll be notified when the next podcast um, is dropped. Sorry, I'm using thoughts now. And it's because I'm looking out of the window at (laughs) some magpies that have appeared in my garden. Luckily, there are two. One for sorrow, two for joy. Uh, Not that I'm superstitious at all. Um, Sorry, that totally distracted me. Oh, anyway. So please do go back and listen to previous episodes. Um, It's lovely to have you join our little team and and listen. Please do share far and wide. I'm really proud that last week, episode 17, had the most downloads in an episode in the first week, if that makes sense. I'm really not explaining that very well at all. Um, But yeah, all that's left for me to say is always look on the dyslexic side of life. But um, but um, but um, but um. Have a great week, guys, and I'll see you next Thursday.